You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hello, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Along with Chris Chambers, my name is Ryan. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. Go and use that promo code THPN the next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook. They are our sponsor for this episode, this podcast. In all of THPN. Chris, how are you doing tonight? Pretty good. I was an exciting game. I woke up my roommate. So <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunately, the Dallas Stars do lose by a final score of 5-4 to four tonight in overtime. But I, I got to be honest, Chris. I'm, I'm thrilled, but I'm also concerned, and I'm also a little hacked off at the same time. And I'll explain all my thoughts as we get into it. But... What's your what's your initial thoughts coming out of this game tonight? Yeah, initially, I'm happy that we get a point out of it. I mean, this is definitely one of those you're going to look at. This is a point stolen, not not a point lost. Um, we did not have our stuff the first two periods. The first two periods were pretty awful. The the Kraken pretty much controlled us 100%. And then the third period, they came out really strong, and they played a really great period. And they got unfortunate. Seattle scored on their one chance in the third period, which is unfortunate. And then they get a goal called back, which is unfortunate. So a little bit unlucky at the end there. And so they could have played one period and beaten this team. So that's a good sign for the hockey team is it's good enough to barely show up and win. Um, It's a good sign for the clutch gene of the stars. Once again, two, six on five goals in the same game. Stars are never counted out. You even with, less than a minute left in the game. You have to keep watching every single time because they can come back at a moment's notice. And that's a great quality to have, especially as the playoffs come around. So love all that. Just uh, you want them to play a full 60 minutes, but they also kind of get a pass for that because they're just coming off the road. So uh, I, I think we're kind of on the same page. There's a lot of stuff to be happy about. There's a lot of stuff to be annoyed about. And there's a lot of excuses that you can give. <laughs> all right. So, um, we're going to get into all three of those emotions here right now. So the happy part, I'm going to I'm going to agree with you that this definitely is a point earned rather than a point lost, if that makes any sense. For the Kraken, it definitely would have been a point lost if we had won this game tonight, if we had won in overtime or in the shootout. But uh, we just we just couldn't get didn't have it all tonight. I'm going to disagree with you slightly. I think the Stars really started getting it going like probably about halfway through the second period, maybe the last eight to seven minutes of the second period. And from then on, they, especially in the third period, I'm 100% with you. They completely dominated that period. But what I wanted to ask you about the difference between the game, and I'll, I'll split it in halves because I think it was more, the first half sucked, second half was better. Was there anything that you noticed between both of the halves of the game that the stars were doing better in the second half compared to the first half. And the biggest one was passing the turnovers in the first half of the game were unbelievably atrocious by everybody. You can't even just blame the defense for these, the forwards are making some pretty horrible 
passes as well in their own zone and in the neutral zone. We could barely get into the other team's zone because of how bad our passing was. And then the third period, man, the puck was it was singing in the third period. Fantastic passes all over the ice. That's what I think is was the biggest difference. And then just shooting. You have to shoot the puck every single chance, especially on a young goalie. I think in the first half we had something like 12 shots, right? Something pretty close to that, maybe give or take two or three. And that's not enough on a on a goalie who's in only in his 13th start in an NHL uniform. There was two specific things that I wanted to point out. The first one was I thought their passes were a lot more crisp in the third period. They it, they just the synergy just seemed to be working in the third period and at the end of the second period compared to the first period and the first half of the second. So I think that had a lot to do with it. But the second thing I noticed the most, I really think that we tried these stretch passes. So if for those of you that don't know what a stretch pass is, most of the passes that you make out of your zone are pretty short, crisp, neat little passes. A stretch pass is when you're going from your own zone basically to the other team's blue line. There was a lot of stretch passes that really started to open up the Seattle Kraken because they were, I mean, full flight coming in at us. And that seemed to be the only thing that kind of helped the Stars get out of their own zone for a while. And once we started getting some pressure after those stretch passes, Seattle kind of learned, okay, we got to back off. And then that allowed the Stars to keep pushing. So I think that was something that you could point to as well. I agree with that 100%. Okay, so that was the happy part. The happy part was the fact that we were able to do that. The sad part was, and I, I got to talk about it again, and I, I think you and I are on the same page on this without us even talking about it before the episode this uh, evening, but we need a save from Jake Ottinger right now, man, and we are absolutely not getting it. But you, at the same time, you can't, I mean, you can't fault him. Right. I mean, they, they mentioned it during the broadcast. He has played, he is the third goalie in the league that has played the most games behind Vasilevsky and I forget the other one. I think it might have been Hellebuck, Hellebuck in Winnipeg. So, I mean, this is really like his first real, like, I'm a premier NHL goaltender season, right? That, I mean, his coming out party was the series against the, the, the Calgary Flames. And now we're really seeing him for who he is this right now. But I really feel like you just have one save, just just one save out of a couple of those goals. And maybe the stars are on a different side tonight. And I, I know that's that's not really fair for me to ask that. But at this point in the season, I really feel like you need something from him. Yeah, and it's definitely because he's tired. I mean, <laughs> you can just tell. He's just not playing the same. He's not doesn't have the same confidence. His blocker saves aren't as punchy. He's not flipping the puck back with as much conviction whenever he makes a glove save. He, he, he just looks tired. And you, you definitely need a save from him, especially the second goal, the Daniel Sprong one. That one doesn't go in on Jake Ottinger. So, yeah, especially yeah, five-hole. Yeah, exactly. Especially five-hole. And the big thing there is just – it's not just that he's. This is his first year as a premier goalie. This is his first year as a starting goalie with no backup. He, he we don't have a backup goalie right now. The past right. month we have not had a backup goalie. We played Matt Murray twice. Other than that, Jake Ottinger has played every single hockey game for the Dallas Stars. That is unbelievable. So, and I want to bring up this quote because this is straight from Ottinger. I saw this actually on Twitter just a second ago. And thank you, Brooke, for putting this in the chat for us. 
I've let in 10 goals the last two games, Otter says. The guys deserve better. And then her her thing says, he said he feels good about his game. He's confident and he wants to net every night, but something's got to change. So what's that something's got to change? Because if you ask me, I think the way Seattle played in the first period is exactly the kind of game that, that Otter needs to be in net, but kind of rest for a little bit. The way they played in the first period, not the second and third period, definitely not. But the way that Seattle played in the first period. But the thing is, I don't think the Dallas can sustain the energy that's required for all three of those periods. Is that a fair assumption? Yeah, and that's just not the game that the Stars have been playing this season. I mean, we don't have the blue line depth to play such a lockdown style of hockey game like we did last season. And if we did try and do that, it would have to be a full five-man effort in that regard, in which case you're not going to score any goals. So really what this team and what the whole NHL really relies on now is lots of offense and outstanding goaltending. And we're not getting the outstanding goaltending because our guy isn't getting a break. So I think it's not something to worry about. I think he will be rested before the playoffs happen. Wedgwood is supposedly close a week or two out. We've been saying that for two weeks now, though, Chris. And that's what I was about to say next. We've been saying that for forever. So the thing that I'm always pointing at is he needs a break because he's he's playing every single night and it seems crazy. I know this is crazy to think about it this way, but uh, I mean, I don't want to say it because it's going to sound really bad, but is this a time when we would need somebody like an Anton Hudobin to come in and come save our first place spot in the central? Well, yeah, you'd love that, but Anton Hudobin wouldn't have fit under the cap, so you couldn't have called him up anyway. That's I think they would have found a way or something, Not but possible. I, I think they the, would have done the, it. I think the biggest thing that Otter needs to do is he just needs. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. I'm drinking a Dr. Pepper too much carbonation. Um, He just needs to give up just three goals or less. That's all we need him to do. I mean, right now, (laughs) no, that's not. It's not. I don't think it is. The way that the stars are playing right now, their offense is clicking on all cylinders. And that, and think about this, they they faltered a little bit when Sagan and Marchment got out. But I think they're finally starting to get to that point to where they're doing okay without them, and they're still able to score goals. And those guys that we needed to score goals earlier are scoring. And in some cases, like Johnston, going above and beyond. So I, I think that's fair to look at that. He just needs to get, it needs to keep three goals or less and just keep it that way because he's, and he's not even doing that. He's giving up like four or five goals a game. That's a lot easier said than done. But again, I'm going to go back. He's the only goalie that we have. He's been playing every single night. It's, he's, he is worn out. It really is that. So I agree with you. He's not playing good enough, but he also has a really good excuse for not playing good enough. Okay, and let me ask this question, and people in chat, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this question as well, because I think it's a good question to ask and something to consider at this point. Is it time to not worry about getting first place in the Central and just letting Remy Poirier or Matt Murray get shelled for a couple games in order to rest Jay Gottinger as much as possible for the playoffs? Because I think at this point, I, I'm st- I'm starting to feel like we need to consider something like that. I mean, what do you think, Chris? I think that's a question that you ask at game eighty. I think we're still 
far enough out that you want I, to... I think that's too late. I, I I think you ask at 77 full... or 78. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, either, the way that way. he's played, the amount either of way games he's, he's played, wait. yeah. Either way, it's got to wait. I mean, right now we're still in it. Being first in the division is a crazy big advantage. I mean, look at the teams that you're playing versus the teams that you would play. You can either play Winnipeg or Seattle or Minnesota and Colorado. I know which two of those I would rather pick from. So It, it would definitely be between Colorado or Winnipeg. But here's the thing, though, Chris. I feel like we would play a better game against Colorado than we have against Winnipeg. Now, here, the, here's the safe thing to say. We have not played well against Winnipeg this season. But the point is, is those games were at the beginning of the season. So it's totally different than what it was, you know, five months ago. So I, I, I don't know the answer to that question because I really feel like at this point, you let Ottinger rest as much as possible. You play full out prevent defense and you play nine man deep and three rushing the quarterback at this point, if you're Dallas and you let Ottinger rest as much as possible, because he is literally the key in the playoffs for the stars to do well. And I, I think you're slightly right that right now it's still too early. I don't think game 80 is, I think game 80 is too late. I think you got to look around game 77 or game 78 to consider whether just letting Remy, Remy Poirier get shelled or letting their team get shelled or something in order just to give up some points, because I, I really think that we need to consider that around 77, 78. Yeah, I, I just disagree. I think first in the central is much more important. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't rest them until something's decided. Like, if we're for sure in second or if we're for sure going to not win the division, then that's when I would look at doing that. And then you'd have a week off and you're good to go. But I mean, winning the division is so important. It is such a big advantage. I don't want to play Colorado or Minnesota the way that they're both playing. And there's also something that can be said about how you get into the playoffs too. I mean, it, it doesn't exactly work for this stars team. They've shown that they can limp into the playoffs and turn it on, but it's not exactly the way you want to go. I mean, you kind of want to be, ramping up into the playoffs you don't want to you don't want to lump in lots of good comments over here you guys uh maddie over here saying yes get otter some rest and challenge him to come back on all cylinders plus he might show some confidence in your youngsters and get the showtime jitters out before the playoffs that's a good point sounds like she's kind of more on my side but there's also a lot of comments for the other side ardell saying this team cannot play prevent defense that is very true and that's a very good point Harrison also saying he, meaning Otter, leads the league in minutes played. That's a huge problem. Ardell saying, right, Otter, there is no cushion. Matt saying, shoot the confidence of the whole team. So obviously, more people obviously on the side of not resting Otter and just kind of riding him and seeing what happens. But I, I really think you got to give Remy Poirier or Matt Murray another game. You can't just ride Matt uh, Ottinger for every single game for the rest of the season. Well, I'm, I'm still holding out hope that Wedgwood can come back. And if Wedgwood is back, I'm comfortable playing him. And we, I still feel very confident that we can win those games. The last game from Matt Peoria or from Matt Murray did Was not, not good. Still confidence. <laughs> not good. The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway, and the action is just getting started on DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. 
Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame Moneyline bets and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, combine multiple bets for a shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odds boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every single day to see what they have in store. Right now, what I'm keeping my eye on is U of H. They're doing really well right now. And just because Chris was persnickety about it, I'm also going for Arkansas to go all the way since AM is now out of the tournament. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code THPN. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay, uh, so we talked about the happy part. We talked about the, I guess, the annoyed part. Was that the annoyed part? or the, Sure, that's annoyed, yeah. Or upset part. Okay, well, and there's another emotion, I guess. You could go with annoyed or upset. Uh, the Stars had a couple of things going against them tonight that I was not very happy about. Um, first off, their their power plays in the second period, when they were given chances to really get back into the game, were pretty atrocious. I don't know what you saw on those power plays, Chris, but what, what did you think of those power plays in the second period? Just still the lack of passing is what I saw as the main thing. I mean, we couldn't get into the zone, and we were just passing ourselves out of the power play on both of them. I think that's the first part. I think is overpass itis. They were just weren't they were passing too much and they weren't connecting on any of them. And the other thing is they weren't shooting the puck. I mean, this I mean, this is Joey Decord. No offense to Joey Decord. He's a he's a decent goalie, but he's the number three for a reason. Um, he's been okay in Coachella Valley for the I think they're the Firebirds of the it's AHL. Firebirds. That's such a cool mascot, by the way. So cool. But good disc. You it is a good disc. I, do, I like my Firebird. I also have my my Thunderbird and my oh, what's the other one? Sorry, anyways, Rainbow. random, random off topic thing there. But I just wasn't super impressed with the power plays in the second period. No, and, and and the let's let's get into this. I already mentioned it set kind of with the power play, but the shooting in the, the first 30, 35, 40 minutes of the game, however you look at the game, was not very good. They were just not shooting the puck. I mean, you, you can't, they weren't shooting it enough, and especially on a goaltender, again, who's very inexperienced, 15 games in the NHL, 13 games, whatever it was. So, you, I mean, at that point, you just need to go straight Calgary and just volume shoot. Just go, 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 go. So I, I'm not sure what the solution it other than that is but you also have to give full credit to seattle in the way that they played in the first period i mean holy crap was that a different team than the team we saw in seattle uh, did you see a huge difference between the way they played against the stars in dallas and at their own home arena yeah it is a pretty good difference i wouldn't say it was it was shocking to me um th- their forecheck was a lot better and they were obviously trying to protect their goalie um but I really thought the Stars just sucked themselves in the first half. I didn't think it was something that Seattle was doing great. I thought it was stuff that the Stars were doing wrong. It was the bigger thing, in my opinion. I, I know. I want to talk about this, too. Um, I know Razor said something about 
they the latency i think is the word that he used was a was a little off which i i could agree with a little bit but i thought the energy was very high uh for a majority of the game i mean even in the first period i thought that they even though they weren't connecting on passes and they were turning the puck over a little too much that the energy level was very high and they they kept it up for all 60 minutes and i don't know how you feel about that what what did you think I don't fully agree. I thought they got it going some in the second period, and then it really got rolling after the penalty kill that they had, like you said. Yeah, manifested itself in the third period. So, Okay, let's talk about a couple of goals because we're already getting kind of late here because the, for the Stars, I mean, great, beautiful plays all over the place. Uh, how about that first goal, the Haskinen goal? Absolute beaut, right? Yeah, what a great play. <laughs> That's the luckiest goal the Stars have gotten all season long. That was great. Right. Right. Um, the the McCann goal was also really pretty, too. The two-on-one. Oh, that's another thing the Stars did very bad tonight. Is they had too many odd man rushes against. Yeah, I mean, there was a ton of them, and they were defended poorly every single time. <laughs> on, on almost all of them. So, but let's talk about that. Second goal for Dallas, Wyatt Johnston. Um, he's on a five-game goal streak. He's got seven in the last nine. Absolutely ridiculous what this guy is doing for this team at the ripe age of 19. He's not even 20 yet, and he's able to do this. He has 21 goals on the season, and of his 21 goals, 19 of them are even strength. And if that doesn't tell you anything, I don't know what else does. Because they mentioned it on the broadcast. He's opened up a four-goal lead on Maddie Beneers in that specific category, even strength goals. So that is incredible to look at. And Johnson right now, I think, is playing the best hockey of his young career right now. Yeah, he's making it a Calder race with Beneers with a lot less ice time and a lot less prime minutes, I would say, too. I mean, on that second unit, without Sagan or Marchman, it looks pretty, pretty sour. So... He's making it a race. I mean, I, I think at this point he would have to keep the streak going to the end of the season to, to make it close, but he's at least solidified himself as a nominee. And I really thought that for the stars, that second line was the best line in the game tonight above the top yeah. line, even because yeah, when you look at the ben and the Donov line. Yeah. Yeah. And they, I mean, it didn't matter whether all three of them were playing together or one of them was out there on the six on five. Because when you look at the the offense for the game tonight, Johnston was Johnston's goal was scored at even strength when that line was getting going. Um, Dodonov with the big assist, Dodonov the third, right with with the Pavelski goal, and then uh, Jamie Ben, uh, captain. <laughs> is he worth nine million dollars now? <laughs> He is, he is absolutely playing the best hockey we've seen him in many, many years. And I know that we might lose the first seed in the division right now with the way that Minnesota is playing and the stars are kind of just grasping at straws right now, but I, I am, I, I cannot wait for the playoffs. I, I'm so excited to see what what Johnston can do, what Robo can do now that he's gotten that bad playoff series out of the way. They even broke up the top line. You remember that? In game seven against the Calgary Flames, they weren't getting anything out of Robo. Um, ben, 
is playing uh, magnificently. We're expecting to get Marchment back. Sagan looks like he's going to be back in the next game or two, it seems like. He was in a regular contact jersey at practice yesterday. So, I mean, I, you can be really down and be upset about this game tonight. That's fair. But it seems to be looking up, and the guys that we really need to be scoring right now, the depth scoring is really working right now. If we can just get that first line being more consistent more often, I think we'll be really excited, especially when Marchment and uh, Sagan get back here. And I'll even take the optimistic side on the standings, too. What it's taken to make this race close is for both Minnesota and Colorado to play out of their minds the past few games and for Dallas to lose almost their entire second line and to have their starting goalie play every single game. That's what it's taken for this to be close here late in the season. So as Stars fans... We'll take that. And we should be getting healthy before the playoffs start. Should be. Fingers crossed. I really think you just got to rest. I, I mean, I think I forgot who said it, but someone said rest in back-to-back games. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe call Matt Murray up for one game and then have him play one game up here and then bring up Remy Poirier for the other game. <laughs> just, just, I mean... He, it, just tell him, it's like, dude, it's your net. <laughs> Ottinger's not coming in. So, uh, we will see. Um, I'm a little bit more optimistic about this game tonight than maybe I should be, but, I mean, it, it's it's getting playoff game. Playoff game time, guys. It, it, it's really getting down there. And I think the last thing I'll mention, and we'll wrap it up with biggest winner, biggest loser. This definitely felt like a playoff-style game tonight. It definitely felt like a playoff-style game to me. The way that uh, Dallas was able to come back in the game, especially the first period when Seattle was hampering Dallas. Holy crap, They if they play like that, I'd be scared to face them in the playoffs. But, man, I, I just can't wait for a playoff hockey. I'm so excited. <laughs> biggest winner, biggest loser. Go for it. Biggest loser is Yanni Hockenpah with the worst game of his entire season. Oh my goodness. If you watch every single Kraken goal, not only is Hockenpah on the ice, he is, if not directly, at least indirectly responsible for every single goal. Wow. That was an incredibly bad performance. He only has 14 minutes time on ice. Because he played so terrible, he forced Miro Haskinen to play 30 minutes tonight because he was unplayable he almost was surpassed by hanley on time on ice wow that's i i didn't even notice that that's maybe that's something we talk about tomorrow night i mean hog and paw 14 minutes and nine seconds that i'm hoping it's just a flash in the pan but man that sucked i'll give two biggest winners tonight because i thought there were the defense was actually fairly good tonight from from several defensemen players tonight. Um, I thought Haskinen was excellent, as always. Miller actually looked pretty decent tonight, and I thought Hanley looked pretty good tonight as well. Um, Su- I, I, I got to give it to Suter, too, and because when he plays well, you have to praise him because we, we've been getting on him so much. And I think the other thing you got to point out with Suter is... He's got five points in the last seven games, I think, yeah. if I remember correctly. Offensive right? mastermind recently. 
Okay, so uh, as <laughs> and as much as Stars fans give him crap right now for how he's played in the past, he is now being relegated to third pairing minutes, and he's being productive, and that's where he's best suited. That's where it needs to be, and we not tonight because of hockey box, <laughs> but we need that he needs to stay there, and when and we also as Stars fans need to praise him for how he's playing right now. I think that's fair considering how how much we've been on him so much in this whole season. He's been kind of the the ripping boy for Stars fans, especially Stars Twitter. Um but uh my biggest my biggest loser is going to probably be Yanni Hockenpah. I I yeah, I can't give it to Otter. <laughs> I can't give it to Otter, sorry. I'm, I'm not giving it so to Otter. so bad he deserves both. Yes, he does. And my biggest winner is the entire second line of Wyatt Johnston, Evgeny Dodonov, and Jamie Benn. They've been excellent. This game, they're the reason why we even get a point out of this game. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what they can do going forward. So that's my biggest, biggest winner. winner is Miro Haskinen. 30 minutes time on ice, one goal, <laughs> one assist, plus one on the night, five minutes power play time. They started just double shifting him and Robertson on the power play because of how bad the second unit was. Miro Haskinen is the best hockey player that the Dallas Stars have. He is fantastic. Even if he's not scoring goals, he is the reason you win. Oh, wow. Okay, last question because I know some people are talking about it. When does Nils Lundqvist get back in the lineup? Do you think he gets back in? I don't see it. I I, I mean, they obviously don't trust him. I don't understand why. I don't understand what he did to make the, the coaching staff not trust him, but we're going to see Joel Hanley in every single playoff game, I think, unless he does something really terrible. I think it's Hanley for the rest of the year and Hanley into the playoffs. Is it time to call up Thomas Harley? Too late now. Uh, I think you're right on that, too. So, and that again, we'll talk more about that tomorrow night on our uh, Wednesday night live edition. So, okay. Anything else? No? All right, guys. Uh, we thank you guys for watching us live. Those of you that are, we got 13 people who are watching live right now. So we appreciate y'all doing that. And also for those of you that are listening afterwards, there's lots more of you that listen afterwards. So thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Y'all are the reason why we've grown as much as we have over the past two and a half years. If you like what you're hearing, please consider liking, subscribing, leaving us a five-star review. You guys know all the stuff uh, that you can do to help us grow. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, go and check out StarcasticRemarks.com. Go and check out StarcasticRemarksShop.com for all the latest merch options from us. And along with Chris, my name is Ryan. We will catch you guys on the flip side. We got one more game before our live episode in Dallas against the Vancouver Canucks. We're going to be doing a live, live episode there. Live. Live. <laughs> and once again, guys, we will catch you guys on the flip side, and we hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening. We'll see you guys later. <laughs>